Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we got another boardroom chat. Yay! And we have an announcement. This How is many number... people have watched these boardroom chats? Well, we calculated it's over 5 million just <laughs> of the boardroom chats, not counting all the other things that we do. Praise the Lord. What Isn't a blessing of God. Well, we're reaching people, our... changing lives one soul at a time. Yeah, if you remember last week, we celebrated 100 episodes. That's a blessing And this of is God. the 101, and so many people wrote in text congratulating us. They saw us eat the cake. Yeah. And... Yeah, it was and, good. Yeah, that was, it was a good a blessing job. of the Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you why we do these boardroom chats, face the uh, faith the facts, uh, your Bible studies, glorious living, television on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, and all the different things. Mm -hmm. Is because we have a destiny and a destination, and we need to achieve our destiny and reach our destination. We could have never done it without the help of the Lord Jesus That's Christ. Right. That's right. I want to talk today about the great business meeting. Okay. About what happened before any of this ever existed. Now, this is, I, 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 this is very this, interesting. This chat or this world? This world. Okay, I thought so. Before anything you see. And in this particular thing, I'm going to show you why I can believe for the unbelievable, receive the impossible, because it's doable. Why I believe in prosperity, why I believe in healing. Why? Well, there's a reason for it, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. That's good. Now, I want you to see something in Isaiah chapter 53. Uh, everybody knows this chapter. I want to read verse 4. Well, actually, I want to read verse 3. He is despised, this is talking about Jesus, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. Boy, you only think he's done some stuff for us? Mm. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. I had to read that. That's a prelude. Yeah. Verse 7. Excuse me, verse 6. And we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 7 is where I want to get to. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Underline that if you read in that Bible. And as a sheep before his shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Hmm. When did this happen? Yeah. They see a lot of people say, well, it happened right before Golgotha. Well, that's true in well, one sense. Isaiah is prophesying it in the past tense. That's right. So it already happened. Right. And it, it happened. He was, not he will be. Of course, we know Isaiah lived hundreds of right. years before Jesus. And it happened before the foundations of the earth. God had a business meeting. I want you to listen to me. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. For you people that don't believe in the Trinity, I'm not here trying to be rude, you don't understand Trinity language. You understand? You've got to understand Trinity language to understand the voice of the Father, the voice of the Son, the voice of the Holy Ghost. I want to do this as a teaching today. Good. The voice of the Father. When Jesus said, whom the men say that I am? And, you know, they said, some say you're Jeremiah. Some say you're Elijah or Elias. And he said, Peter, who do you say I am? He said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. I, I love what Jesus said. Flesh and blood had not revealed this to you. Uh, but my heavenly father has. So right there, mm -hmm. that revelation to Peter, 
That was the father's voice. He heard the father's voice and did not even realize it. And didn't even realize it. See, Trinity language was already speaking. Through him. Now, God had a business meeting. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form and void, darkness upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of the Lord God moved upon the waters, and God said, <clears throat> He didn't say, Let there be light, because if He said, Let there be light, it's possible it couldn't come on. He didn't give it that. He said, Light be, and it just had to happen. Now, then if you go on to keep on going, God said, Let us make man in our image and our likeness. Now, here's the thing. The Father loves us. Jesus came that we might know the Father. And jump in here anytime you want to. Now watch this. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost had a business meeting. And God the Father says, I'm going to create Jesse. I'm going to create Kathy. Or I'm going to create mankind, the human race. Mm -hmm. I will love them beyond what they can possibly ask or think. But they're going to fail me. Mm. They're going to mess up. I'm going to make them in our image and our likeness. I will give them, oh, is that going to get mad about this, the same dominion that I have hmm. over all the works of my hands. Yeah. This is big. This is at the big business meet. Then the father says, but they're going to mess up. They're going to sin. You know I can't touch sin. I'm the father. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit says, I'm too pure to touch sin. Jesus says, uh, and he's the same way. He said, I, you know, because we're God. But then something happened. Jesus came up to the plate and said, Father, you love these people that you're going to create, and I will die for them. Mm. And the Father said, Jesus, you're dead. <laughs> Right there, Jesus died. He didn't die 2,000 years ago on Golgotha at Calvary. That was his physical death. The Bible said he was a lamb led to the slaughter before the foundations of the earth, before all of this. This was all done before. And then the enactment of him coming. See, and I, I wonder at that time of the great business meeting, that Jesus actually believed that he would become sin. He, he was not a sinner. To become a sinner, you have to commit sin. Mm -hmm. He was made sin. We were never righteous, but we were made righteous. Right. Now, I want to go to Revelations chapter 13, Kathy, verse 8. And I've got several. I, I asked Mary to give me some different um, translations on this. <laughs> Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. The English Standard Version says this. Now, this is talking about the beast. This is all going on, men in there worshiping the beast. Watch this. And all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the lamb who was slain. Mm -hmm. Now, the translation God's word vision says this. Everyone living on earth, this is at Revelation 13, 8, will worship it. That's the, that's the beast. Everyone whose name is not written in the book of life. This book belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the creation of the world. The New Living Translation says this, and all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life, but belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. And then one more. 
the revised standard version. See, I, I'm giving you evidence of this business meeting, okay? Uh, Revelation 13, 8, in the revised standard version, and all who dwell on earth will worship it, that's the beast, everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of the life of the lamb that was slain. So Jesus was slain before the foundations of the earth that we might become the righteousness of God. Right. Now of the Trinity, of, you got to understand this in Trinity language, Jesus is the only one that ever touched sin. The Father couldn't touch it. When our sin was on Jesus as he hung on the cross, the Father had to turn his face, couldn't look upon him. Holy Spirit, no, because so pure. Jesus went, took it all the way. That's why right. he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Yeah. Now, he had never been alone before, but your sin separates you from God. Mm -hmm. But this was all done before right. the foundations of the earth. Yeah, the Amplified says in that same verse, and all the inhabitants of the earth will fall down in adoration and pay him homage, everyone whose name, this is talking about paying homage to the Antichrist who's right. on the earth at that I time, understand. of course. He says, whose name has not been recorded in the book of life right. of the lamb that was slain and sacrificed from the foundation yeah. of the world. So there is a book of life right. that's in that was in heaven and that was what recorded the minutes of right. that amazing meeting. Now, the reason why we can believe in healing, I call it divine healing, divine health, divine life. The reason why we can believe in prosperity, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. The reason why we can believe that we can come boldly to the throne of grace with a petition of supplication with thanksgiving, which means if he tells you to say thank you, he's going to answer what you say. reason why we can do all this is what Jesus has already done before man was ever created. That's true. In that great business meeting. You see what I'm saying? That's why we're Christians today. We're the only species God's ever created that can sit down in his presence. Hmm. That's amazing to me. It's a great place. Michael the Archangel, Gabriel the Archangel, the cherubims, the seraphims, those six winged angels, Lord, the wheel within the wheel, they got to stand that attention, ladies and gentlemen, but he made us sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Why? Because we're family. We more than Christians. Right. We're sons and daughters. We have literally become his family. Now, this great business meeting was so powerful. And I love this, before the foundations of the earth. Mm -hmm. Now, why do I believe in prosperity? Right. I'm going to tell you what. Everything you will see today, any new car, any new house, if you're shopping in the mall and you walk into a jewelry store, all in diamonds, rubies, emeralds, all that kind of stuff, all you see today, wherever you are, belongs to you. Lock, stock, and barrel. Spiritually, physically, and financially. Why is that? Because Jesus, God, remember this, when God created this world, the stuff that we live in, like right. this table stuff, this was done, watch this, he created it, be, be, there were no sinners. Right. There were none. Adam and Eve were not sinners. See what I'm saying? The original intent of God was that everything you see is yours. Now, live and enjoy it and be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Well, now, bless God, Brother Jesse, everybody said, whoa, 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 let's go over to, the old, uh, to that most famous prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done where on earth as it is in heaven. So don't tell me I can't believe spiritually, physically, and financially today 
all these things I said, all of it now, not just some of it, all of it, which means I have a right to everything. Can't tell me I can't. When Jesus said, I should live on this earth like as if I'm living in heaven. Hmm. That was done in that business meeting. That's true. What do you think? I like it. That's good. I was searching in here all the different places in where I could do a little research here while sure. you were talking about the different things were done before the foundation of the world. In fact, when Jesus was praying to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh -huh. he says in John chapter 17, verse 24, Father, I desire that they also whom you have entrusted to me as your gift to me, oh God. may be with me where I am so that they may see my glory, which you have given me, your love gift to me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. And that's so something. they had a plan. This whole love <coughs> gift of God was way before the world began. And ladies and gentlemen, we've won. Huh. Now, I know the world's in chaos, everything going crazy. Go to Matthew 24. You can find this wall that's going on in the Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. You can find World War II. You can find all as man's inhumanity to man. But right. Matthew 24, 14 says, when this gospel is preached to the world, the end shall come. You over 5 million people that have watched this boardroom chat, we are preaching, which is explaining the gospel, is proclaiming the gospel and teaching, which is explaining the gospel. I think that's so very comforting to know that nothing catches God by surprise. No. He's already aware of it and he has a plan in place. Anytime an attack happens, he's already got a pre-organized or pre-plan to, to help us to be in victory, to walk in victory. So the enemy thought he was doing something to, that would hurt God, but actually God saw it coming. And, and the point is that, too, is that it doesn't just happen. We have to be, God wants us to be involved with his plan of recovery. You better know it. And because I've heard it said that God won't do anything on the earth unless someone prays. Yeah, so I like God that. is invited, we invite God into the situation when we seek him and we search, we ask him to help us. And he's ready to bring us help and give us help because this all happened. All of this was available to happen to us before, before the foundation. See, this is what earth. Satan did not understand. Even when he was Lucifer, the anointed one that walks in the stones of fire, that before business he fell. Yeah, he didn't know about that. God didn't reveal that to uh, Satan. So he you know when he found out about at, it? Uh, yeah. When Jesus rose from the dead, he goes, oh, wait a minute. If I'd have known. Because he wasn't in that meeting. That's correct. <laughs> I would have known. He wasn't even created. Nothing was created. Yeah. This is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's, Everything. That's good. Yeah. Watch it. He watched this. If I'd have known, you talk about Satan got a revelation. I would have never crucified. Because the in Satan's yeah, Satan mind, God can't touch sin. That's true. See, he's even deceived even then when he made that yeah. statement because he didn't really crucify Jesus. Jesus gave his life. He yeah. says, no, no man takes my life from me. I lay, it down. I lay it down. This was just the manifestation of that business meeting before the foundation. You know what was shocking? I think to the Father God and to the Holy Spirit that Jesus was willing to say, I will become sin because I love you, Father. I love you, Holy Spirit, yeah. so that man, this creation, us, yes. can be made the righteousness of God. Now, you're going to tell me, you're going to criticize me or criticize ministers that believe in faith, believe in prosperity, believe in healing, believe in whatever God has done. 
I mean, are you going to actually spit on the blood of Jesus? That Jesus did these things so that we might live on earth as it is in heaven? Am I preaching too hard? Do you understand? Even in the book of Acts, I want to read a scripture. Book of Acts, chapter He's fired eight. Fired up today. Yeah, I, I got to thinking about I'm just that. Just trying that. to stay out the way. Yeah, no, no, jump in here. <laughs> Acts chapter eight, man. Okay. Listen to this. I mean, it says in verse one, Paul was consenting unto death. The man Saul was, and he's all mad as a hornet. Yeah. Acts eight, verse thirty-two. Look what he says there. The place of the scripture which you read. This is when Philip was talking to the eunuch. In verse 31, and he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come and sit with him. The place of the scripture, verse 22, which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before his shears. So opened not, he not his mouth. In other words, this was done at the big business meeting, man. Right. Do you understand? That's why I, I, I know people think I'm cocky. I know that. I think people think I'm arrogant. No, I'm, I'm very confident and, uh, and, and very assured of what this God did. Like in that free book we, uh, we're giving away. Isn't that something, Kathy? Right in the middle, we've never had this happen in a boardroom chat. We lost the camera, something flickered or something, a electricity, glitch. a glitch and shut down. Right when I was talking, by his stripes, you were healed. Yeah, well, we're not going to let that. Oh, no, no. So we ain't losing this. Glory it's going to be even stronger. This than is the before. great business meeting. <laughs> I'm excited about that. We don't stop. See, so if he took your infirmity, mm -hmm. if he bore you, say, why should you have it? Why would you want it? And you know, you've heard this. Have we heard this all through church history? God sent that sickness on you to teach you something. Mm -mm. Well, if that's true, then G what Jesus did was, was for nothing. Mm. See, I mean, why would he do? Why would he doesn't do those things? Yeah. What God does, he heals. Yes. Jesus couldn't go to funerals. He messed him up. He raised people from the dead. Right. You see what I'm trying I to say? It. Oh, I you understand it. what I'm talking about? I totally about. understand it. The problem is that the enemy has this propaganda. And today, more than anything, everybody understands about disinformation and propaganda. Oh, yeah. And this is nothing new in the earth. Satan has been whip, uh, weaving his web of lies down through, through the oh, yeah. ages. And today we're, we want to get our eyes open and Amen. see that Jesus has already settled the matter. We are victorious. Ooh, we're, we Lord. win. At the business meeting. At the business. It's already, <laughs> as far as God's concerned, it's already finished. So like you say, let's begin. Let's begin. <laughs> so when you understand that, that's why I'm so strong about this. Mm -hmm. That's why we had to, we had a glitch. Satan said, we got to shut this boy down because he is speaking the truth. You see, there's too much Christian propaganda going on. Satan uses Christian propaganda and sad to say he uses the church to produce. I heard this the other day. There are a lot of churches don't want the moving of the Holy Spirit. Oh, I hear that a lot. That's a slap in the face to God Almighty. They, I know it's a term it, called seeker-friendly, and I'm sure not all of them with that term are that way, but the majority of them I've heard yeah. is that they, they don't want any gifts of the Spirit flowing in the service. All that's in the back room, if at all, and, and they just they right. choose to ignore that. That preacher or whoever's pastoring that church, you, listen to me. You can handle anything if God called you to pastor that church. Mm -hmm. So if something comes out in the Spirit and, and people don't know how to handle that, well, then explain it. Right. He called, he, preaching is proclaiming, teaching is explaining. Right. Now, I want to go back to this glitch. I'm not, I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lose this. Right. Because, see, that was Satan said. We got to stop this. You see, because now he knows. After Jesus rose from the dead, he said, oh, man. He sealed his fate. I messed fate. up. Did he mess up? <laughs> 
And listen, so that's why I live the way I live. His will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Right. Not so I can have a, a ring or I don't know, whatever. And I noticed that, that you're wearing your emeralds today. Now, yeah. th these emeralds were given to me when I was in a Columbia, Bogota, Colombia, by this wonderful couple. It was a blessing. And made some for Kathy for her earrings. Uh, they were raw stones, and the big one that, uh, what do you call it, on a necklace, was going to make a ring. And Kathy liked it so much. I said, well, make it a necklace. That'll be fine. Because if she's wearing it, it's uh, what's get, hers is mine. You get what mine it. is mine and what hers is mine. How do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so when you understand what God is saying here, Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what anybody's telling you, spiritually, physically, or financially. If it goes against this word, it's going against the great business meeting. Right. That what that's Jesus good. has already done. Right. And that's so amazing to me. Now, and you find it all over the scripture. Right. And I just, a lamb led to the, uh, to the slaughter before the foundation of the earth. And you know, we're just in the, in, towards the end times of what's going to really happen in the end. There are going to be some things unfolding between now and the end of time that right. the book of Revelation has right. that uh, that's not going to change. No. Although the enemy is going to try to stop it, there's no way that he can. He's already been, uh, he's already been judged and he's uh, been has an assignment to be in oh, the lake of fire. That's it. There's no other choice. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Now, you know, there's a great movie that came out called The Passion of the Christ. And, uh, and now they're doing another one, The Passion of the Christ 2, I think. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Ah. Hey, Mel, if you're watching this, you ought to do a movie on the great business meeting and understand. And you'd have to do it through a spiritual understanding to see what has happened and open up people's eyes to what's, what Jesus has already done. I always thank God for what he's done, what he's doing, mm -hmm. and what he's going to do. If you're physically sick, he will heal you right now if you accept what he's already done. That's right. And if you have an answer, yeah. then you really don't have a problem. Right. Because you answer the problem and go on. That's right. I remember when I was a child, it just came up my mind. I had a hard time with fractions. I thought, fractions, man, good Lord. You know, so you had to, you know, and I had to learn. Sometimes I tried to memorize some things, you know, these multiplication tables and things of that nature. When it got to the fraction, I said, I need some help on this. And a teacher helped me, explained it, not just proclaimed it, yeah. but explained it. What I'm doing today is explaining to you and proclaiming to you that you can have everything God said you could. Spiritually, physically, and financially. So I'm going to call it, this is our business meeting now, me and you. Gonna get, jump in here, Kathy, anytime you, you Am want. Am I in the meeting I, th too? I, I think you're enjoying this here. Yeah, you're in the meeting. <laughs> Glory to God. So when you see this, I mean, that's why I get so excited. People say, he just don't seem to get discouraged or depressed. Well, if you've already won, if you already know the end result, why deceive yourself of the trouble that's going on? Now, I really hate what's going on in this world. Uh, Matthew 24 talks about the beginning of sorrows, the earthquakes, the volcanoes. Oh, God, the wars, the rumors of wars, all these different things. I mean, when I see those people being, uh, what, over 2.5, 2.7 million people leaving the Ukraine, they don't care. They, they want to destroy their cities. Right. I mean, think about it. What about if somebody just pop a little missile over to Russia and blow up some of your buildings? I bet there ain't nobody going to like that kind of stuff. Of course not. No, nobody. No, why? We are people here. Listen, don't deceive people. Don't, don't. Take on Satan's job and become a destroyer. Mm. 
See, that's what's happening in war. We destroy people's lives. Mm. How many men, you know, you know I do this, that I'm very, uh, 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 the, the veterans, they just the greatest. But those that have made the supreme sacrifice, how many times that we go, uh, and, and I go to these graveyards back in World War II where they, they buried the Pacific, that Arlington uh, in, in Washington, D.C., yeah. to oh, honor yeah. them. Right. Look, these kids, some of them lied about the age, went to war in World War II when they were 17, 15, 16, 17, and they wanted to be a dad. They wanted to be a grandfather. They wanted to have a wife. They wanted to be, but they made that supreme sacrifice. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus made the supreme yeah. sacrifice. He said, no greater love does anyone have other than you, you, you lay, lay down, down your, your life, life for, for your friends. friends right? And then he called he us friends. Yeah. You see, see, that's what I'm talking about. So what are you willing to believe today? What are you willing to say, you know, I've had it with this devil. I've had it with all this junk. I'm going to have what God said I could have. Remember, he's not a promise breaker. He's a promise keeper. Let me go to Psalms 89, 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that goes out of my lips. Now, watch it. I'm, I'm going to deal with Kathy here on this situation. <laughs> she don't know what I'm going to say. I never know what he's going to say. I married this woman. This woman. Yeah. You got to, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the third I'm talking person. to the people, guys. That's okay. what you understand. This woman. I'm right <laughs> yeah. here. Them people are right there. You, I know you, that. That's a camera, but I can see them. And I'm right here, too. Yeah, I know, but I can see them. You could deal with me. I'm going to get to you. I'm going to get to you. On June the 6th, 1970, I stood on an altar of God with a priest in front of me, and he said, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? What was happening was not just a marriage ceremony. What was happening was a covenant, a promise. And then he said these words, till death do you part. And I said, I do. Yes. And then he quoted the same thing to you. And I said, I do. And you said, I do. Well, see, it was more than and just a marriage ceremony. <laughs> it was more than a girl in a white dress, more than a guy in a, a, a tuxedo. This was a covenant. This was God looking over, over the balcony there and watching this take place. Mm. So if God does break his promises, now I'm going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Why should I break my promise of marriage to you? You shouldn't. <laughs> That's my point. We need to be imitators of God. That's, That's right. Good, as dear right. children and walk in love and follow God's plan. I believe God has a, an eternal plan Amen. for each one of us. Does he and, have an eternal plan for this marriage? That we, we're part sure of this plan. Yeah. Now watch this. That doesn't mean we haven't had arguments and challenges. And, you know, we've been, we'll be married June the 6th of this year of 2022, uh, 52 years. Yeah, we, we, we human. just like anybody else. She gets mad. I get mad, blah, blah. Probably say things we shouldn't say, uh, don't really mean what we say, you know, but, but, you know, those kind of things. It happens, you know, you get frustrated and things of that nature. But the covenant still stands. Some of you have been frustrated with God. Why don't he show up and show out? Because he gave you dominion over everything he's created. Like Paul said, oh, God, man, you know, it's thorn in the flesh. And God said, he said, Lord, if you could, he said, I gave you power. You handle that. Mm -hmm. you ha I gave you the revelation of grace. I gave you all these great and astounding revelations. Handle it, Paul. Mm -hmm. That's your job. Handle it. Yeah. So I, when we have a problem at the my ministry. My grace is sufficient. Yeah. Now, when we have a problem at the ministry, we have, we have lines of communication. We have all kind of different uh, uh, order here. The, the CEO, chief executive officer of Jesse the Prince Ministry is me. 
the COO, Chief Operating Officer of my ministry is Kathy. Now, it starts off right there. Now, now the one that runs the whole thing is our board of directors who are over us because, you know, that's by law we have to do that. But then we have directors. I have a director sitting behind the camera right now. And then from directors, we go to supervisors. And, 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 or, and then from supervisors to assistant supervisors. From assistant supervisors, then we go to our employees. All of them have lines. See what I'm saying? And everything. But they, all of them have power, including the employee. But there's some things they can't do. Now, I'm going to say this. You may not like that. I'm sure. But Jesse Duplantis can do all things. Why? Oh, I made somebody mad. Because I'm a chief executive officer with the board of directors of this ministry. Mm -hmm. So I come together, we talk, and we say, this, there are decisions you, it's above your pay grade. There are some decisions that I tried to do to Kathy as a chief operating officer, and she said to me, to my face, that's below your pay grade. <laughs> in other words, you're infringing on my power. <laughs> See? And you I said, You don't need to deal with that. Yeah. I and, got this. Yeah, I got that. And I went, <laughs> I understand. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Now, Jesus is now the chief executive officer because all power and authority has been given to him by the Father. Mm -hmm. See? Yeah, and he gave and the working of the us. Holy Spirit. He gave it to us. And well. he gave it to us. As a believer. So that's why I believe. I want to explain. That's why I believe what I believe. That's why I tell my staff some of the most unbelievable things. This is what I'm going to do if this happens. What do you mean if? I throw that in there. It ain't going to be an if. It's going to be a B. Like B, it's going to happen. Now, where people get messed up is in the time factor. They're not defeated for a lack of faith, even though you can be, or an abundance of unbelief, even though you can be. Most people are defeated because of time. Time. You know why you have a problem losing weight? We don't need to talk about yes, that. Yes, I can do this. I'm the chief executive <laughs> officer. Time. Who don't want to lose weight immediately? How would you like That's to just stand in front of the mirror the and say, uh, fat, be gone. <laughs> and wham, and be gone. That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Boy, I clapped loud there, didn't I? Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, so when you understand that, who don't? But you know, if you defeat the time, and what I mean by that, when that cookie's screaming to you, you say, shut up. You will not enter this body. <laughs> or that ice cream, oh, Lord Jesus. Because they got voices. The other day we were watching a movie at our house. You don't and need Kathy to tell heard, everything. I heard Kathy from on the side. She said, you know. I hear ice cream speaking to me, you see. And, uh, and I thought, well, she can have it because it was created before the foundations of the world. It was there it, before, All these wonderful things. It was things. there before I even thought about it. And you did. <laughs> and it's just a blessing. So I said, would you like me to get that for I you, Kathy? No. And she said, no, if you anyway. insist. No, I said. <laughs> did you eat a pint? I ate the entire. You ate the entire. I don't think did it was you 16 ounces. It was like 14 ounces. Yeah, but did you eat the pint? <laughs> Not the, well, yes. Did, yes. Well, no, you took a few bites. Because you, so you so can say you didn't whole, eat it all. I did not. You put it, you said, take a couple of bites. I didn't so eat I know, so she could say this I on the boardroom chat. The she knew thing. I'd bring it up, see? And that's okay. <laughs> what I'm getting at is that yeah, get to she it. can have it. <laughs> she can have it. Okay. She can have the flavor she wants. You can have the flavor you want. Listen, some of you wanting to get married, don't just take them. Just, uh, just don't receive any, some old ugly Joe just because he showed up. 
You, you want know. to get married? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, if you want to get married, you, you know. To, slow down just a, just a little bit. Take no, it down one notch. Uh, no, no, I ain't taking it down I one notch. I couldn't hear what you said, and I, I know you. Okay, why is it? In other words, you want to get married, and you think, well, you know, I'm 30 years old, and maybe, you know, and I don't know if I'm, you know, I'm getting older, and oh, oh, oh the, uh, my Prince Charming may not show up, so I got to take this idiot. No, you don't want to <laughs> take that idiot. You understand what I'm saying? Bad. In other words, call Listen. upon the Lord and have the Lord bring you your spouse. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I promise you, you'll have a marriage till death do us part or till Jesus Christ will come. Mm -hmm. Now, I felt led of the Lord to say that today because some of you are saying, you know, I'm, I'm getting old. I remember a girl, she was 50. She said, man, I... I mean, there ain't nobody going to pay attention to me anymore. You know, women have this craziness about them. You know, and, and, and it's all because of, I, I guess, uh, you know, how come a man can get white hair and, they all, and he can marry somebody uh, 21 years old and he, he's, seven, he's 70? Boy, but if a woman at 70 wants to marry a 21-year-old, oh, that's just so wrong. Well, because we demand too much of women in terms of their beauty and their body when the real person is not the beauty, not the body, but the person inside the body, the spirit. See, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And, and you do. That's what I'm, that's what, and that's helping people right now. Yeah. You see, so you don't have to just take any old regular Joe that comes down the pike because you think you're getting too old. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? See, God knows who your spouse should be if you are not married. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you need to be married. You quit living with each other because all you're doing is abusing and using each other. You want this woman? You want to have sex with this woman? Oh, I'm getting on it now. You want to have <laughs> sex with this man? Sign the contract. You know what that means? Everything I got belongs to you. Everything you got belongs to me. Till death do us part. God wasn't trying to make it hard. He was trying to protect you. Mm -hmm. So you would never know the pain of adultery. Never know the pain of whatever, all this junk. You see what I'm saying? Man, God has this thing made, set up, and all we have to do, and it was all done through Jesus Christ, who was a lamb, led to yes. the slaughter. Come on, jump in here. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, you, you're listening. preaching up a storm. What's the Lord saying to you? <laughs> well, I'm just listening because I know you, 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 you're all... Well, you're learning something. I'm huh? learning some stuff. <laughs> but the fact that God has an eternal plan, and this all happened before creation was even made, how God saw ahead of time. He, he saw ahead of time that you and I would be married. He saw ahead of time that this ministry would be here. He saw ahead of time that you would be watching today. Amen. And I believe that today you're receiving answers to realize that, you know, you do serve a big God. He's bigger than any problem that you may be facing today, made any, any difficulty that you've been looking at. And so we need to learn to trust in this great God, this Ooh. good God who sees ahead of time before the enemy even comes. And what did he do? He brought an answer. His answer is in the, in the birth of Amen. his son, Jesus. Jesus died on the cross. And because of what he did, he, he brought us into a right relationship with God so that Ooh. we can come to God boldly and ask him to help us. And when, when we do that, the Bible says he will answer us. Every little thing. Mm -hmm. You know why? You are a partner to this ministry, you that support this ministry. That was done before the foundation of the earth, before I was ever created, before I ever was born. Mm -hmm. God destined you to be a part of this ministry. Yeah, and God tells us that he provides seed to the, the sower. sower. Yeah. He puts the seed in our hand even though we... So if we have the desire well, to give, God gives it to us to give. And when we give, hey, it opens up the windows of heaven to be poured out I want out you to say us. what you... You need to listen. When I am listening. I can tell you, you're thinking about the next thing you're going to say. I'm thinking about your sermon that you preached 
uh, last Sunday at the church. You weren't even you, there. And I know it, but you told me all about it. Yeah, you know? they'll tell him a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, she was telling me everything about it. And you were talking about the offering thing. And I really like when you said you made a seed to the sower. That's why, I mean, I got, I got several tracks running in my mind. I now I can have, But when you said this, why do people get mad at people that give to a church or to ministry, but they don't get mad? Tell me if you said it, and you did, uh, if they give to a college. Yeah, Which is pretty, nothing wrong with giving to a those college. Those are all good things. And, and they want to, uh, so uh, say what you, you said give to a political people. campaign or you give to some, well, even I didn't say this, but to any other, other organization like the Heart uh, Organization, the Heart Fund, or whatever it's called, so the I'm, Cancer Society Research, sure. all these kind of things people give to. I know that regularly when I shop somewhere, they'll say, hey, would you like to give... Uh, a dollar to this organization, this right, charitable yeah. work, some kind of humanitarian thing. People don't mind you giving that. In fact, they don't mind even asking you to do that. Right. But if you give to a church or a which is doing the work of God, they want to criticize that or, or be critical of it. Right. But, but to me, this, this just shows that you don't value the gospel. The most important thing in the earth is the gospel That's message. It. This message that was Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world because God ha ha loved mankind and he loved his creation. Yeah. This needs to be proclaimed. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, they get real angry. I remember I, a few years ago, someone gave $20 million to a college. And, and man, people thought, what a Isn't nice thing. Isn't that wonderful? Now, if somebody gave $20 million to Jesse the Planet's ministry, now I'm going to shock them. Someone will. That's right. That's because right. Because God said, I got a $20 million donor coming in the five million. I know what to do with it. And if I'm, I know what to do. Uh, people say, well, I'll tell you one thing. I say, wait a minute, hold on. I am educating people in the spirit just like people are being educated in the natural at the college. Yeah, and there's, you see what there's I'm a saying? lot of bad things at the college. Oh, they got a lot of bad things at the college. And, and let's just say it, there are a lot of bad things spoke at the church. Some churches, right. Yeah, that's just a fact. I mean, I, I'm, but I'm telling you, if you understand me and if you've ever followed me, I stick with this word of God. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's some things in this word I wish God wouldn't have wrote. Yeah. Like love the enemies and bless those that curse you. No, I don't do yeah. that. But you know I do? Yeah. I do that. How many people criticize me? Somebody's always wanting to hurt me about something. Well, I'm, that, not, I'm not looking for sympathy. But, no. you know, Jesus said, they, Jesse, they hate you because they hate me. Right. They don't realize that that's happening, but it's true. Well, you know, Jesus, what I was talking about with that teaching was that Jesus had was at a, at a place at someone's house, and this woman came in, and she broke... Uh, 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 alabaster, alabaster jar of oil and poured it upon his head, which was worth feet one two. year's... The, the, his feet. <laughs> True, Kathy. Well, on. this it was the part I was reading was that it was over his head. Okay. That was a different one where she anointed the feet. Okay. That was a diff well, two different well, anointings, whether clarify. you know that or not. I'm going to teach you. Okay, I'll teach me. <laughs> anyway, okay. this one was where she put it on his head and she anointed him for his burial. And, and the people that were around her were indignant and they were upset. They said that could have been sold and given to the poor. And, you know, really that was, they that was didn't care for the poor. She, she anointed... <laughs> You want to go read it? <laughs> I read it on Sunday. Okay, okay. all right. It's two different things. Okay, I understand. But anyway, the oil <laughs> for his head was anointing him for his burial. And so he said, what he said, she did what she could, when she could. And she did that for him. So he says, let her alone. He says, what she did is going to be spoken out throughout. Everywhere the gospel is preached, we're going to be talking about this. Yeah, and they were all aggravated about it. Yeah. But, it, but, but see, when we give to the, to, G, to the work of God, we're giving to Jesus. Amen. We're helping with the word that he gave to get out. Did you hear what somebody said? Yeah, but look how, how they live. Excuse me. Jesus is the one said, 
his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why are you mad at me? Because I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I'm just proving the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you can have the same thing. I'm no better than anybody. I, I don't want anything you got, but I'll take a billion dollars for this ministry. Let me tell you something. This $20 million don't find, I'm not getting any money from that. When that's going to happen, and it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Ain't no three ways about it. God may be speaking to you. I don't know, but it's going to happen. I don't get one nickel of that. Do you understand? I don't own this table. I don't own the camera. I don't own this studio. This is the work of the Lord. It belongs to God. I don't own the church because no one owns a church. Right. You see what I'm saying? But somebody has to function in it. Somebody has to operate on it. Somebody has to tell people what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. That's in anything that's going on. What I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you are a success going somewhere to succeed if you're willing to believe what Jesus said or the Father said in the beginning. And what beginning is he talking about? That great business meeting. I made it all perfectly for each and every one of you. And then he created all this. That's why, and I'm going to just say it, you can have a new car. You can pay for it cash. You want to... Uh, a ring, I don't know. I don't know what people want. What? That ain't going to make God mad. If you live in a mansion, that's certainly not going to make God mad. It may make the church mad. It may make the secular world mad. It don't make God mad. Uh, because you know why? He got a mansion for you in heaven. He wants you to live here. That's spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, the reason why I think some people think I'm arrogant and cocky, because I say this all the time. Have you ever saw me sad? You ever saw me sick? You ever saw me depressed? You ever saw me discouraged? You ever saw me despondent? You ever saw me broke? No, not because I got this great faith. I don't have any more faith than anybody else. But I might have a little more obedience. And I'm willing to just do what he said. You see, and, and, and the Bible said in Isaiah 119, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. But I love Isaiah 118. He said, come, let us reason together. That's sometimes I say, Jesus, we got to have a conversation here. Sometime I got to reason with this woman. This woman this right woman. here. This woman. This woman. Yeah. What, what you want me to call you? Something else? Kathy, I have a name. <laughs> yeah, you have a name. She has a name. I got to reason with her. <laughs> and I want to tell you something. She, sometimes she just don't want to listen. She bullheaded. I ain't kidding you. She bullheaded. And you know what? I'm going to say it I to me I think everybody too. knows who's the bull. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bull. <laughs> but I'm bullheaded too. But we come together and we reason. <laughs> we do it every time we go out to eat somewhere. See me, I can eat the same thing every day, all the time. Why? Because I like it. Kathy likes to go through the menu, and she'll order some things, and when she gets it, she don't like it, then she wants to eat my food. She, I said, but why don't, you, why don't you order what you like? See, we have to reason together. Yeah, and there's been many times I've ordered this new thing, and now it becomes your new favorite thing, well, and that's, that's all you order. I like it. See, yeah. that's why we're together. But i got to show you some things. <laughs> Most of the time, you know, I don't change. You know, I'm like God. I don't change. Well, we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants me to change, you see. She wants me to do this. And that's some good things in change. Oh, change yeah. is good. And if you're not changing, something's wrong. Yeah, well, see, it's called reasoning it's together. It's all growing up. That's what I'm talking about. You come and you reason together. You reason this, you know. You see what I'm saying? And uh, like, uh, was it last night? She said, you know, normally we'll watch the news or something like that and have a little supper or something like that. And we, and we went out and eat dinner with some uh, friends last night, just a little quick meal here and right in our community. Got back to the house. She said, and I, 
I have bought this woman some wonderful things. She is one blessed woman. But there's one thing I bought this woman, I just, I can't surpass it. And it's not the emeralds, it's not the diamonds, not any of that kind of stuff. She likes all that. It's a chair. <laughs> it's a chair that she loves, this thing that to me is a, a torture, torture chamber. chamber. <laughs> Beat you up. It's not. Uh, Sometimes I go in and she's like, mm-mm-mm-mm. It's I a massage chair. Just one of these chairs. These things I are expensive. I put my hands, it massages yeah, my she, arms and my squeezing feet. her legs and, and squeezing her feet. Because I can't get you to massage and you, me. You know, seeing her feet and all that kind of stuff, doing this with the fingers, <laughs> her little toes. And I thought, why does she think this is so wonderful? I had a good friend of mine, a preacher came over. He said, I'm going to try that. And I said, don't get in there. I said, I'm telling you, that thing works. <laughs> he said, oh, no, I'm going to love it. He got in there, and he wasn't in there, meh, minute and a half. And he, he, got, he said, my God, I'm hurting. I said, this thing will beat you up, man. It will be, and it hurt. He hurt for about two days. And that, I, mean, I mean, he called me and said, boy, I should have listened to you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I'm trying to get you out this hole because Jesus, not only got us out the hole, he filled up the hole. You don't have to fall back in it no more. You see what I'm saying? Spiritually, physically, financially. Mm -hmm. You see? So, Kathy, last night she got in I there. My now, I didn't get mad. I didn't say, oh, she don't want to spend no time with me. <laughs> but there's been times when I want to do something, you don't want to spend no time with me. Just thought I'd throw that in there. But we came and just reasoned together. Don't get mad. Okay, I'm not mad. <laughs> I blew I'm just ready, waiting for, for my opening. I'm okay, not sure. go ahead. It opens I want to read some testimonies. <laughs> oh, you know, it's like, when I touch something, she don't like you get off of it I'm real not, quick. That's I've, I've heard enough of that. Okay. I've heard it before, <laughs> yes. too, so it, okay. it's not going to change. Hallelujah. Anyway, <laughs> we have a lot of great testimonies. And thank you all for writing in. Lance from, says, Shalom from Paris, France. And David says, watching from Armenia. Congratulations. Wilson says, congratulations from Pakistan. And they were congratulating on our 100th uh, boardroom Isn't chat. That a, people just rejoicing with yeah, us. Yeah. In fact, one of them said, congratulations from Australia. Thank you so much for another great chat. Looking forward to the next 100. Need Australia? Yeah, Pauline from Australia. Said Pauline, that. I want to, I have offices in Maruchador, Queensland, and I want Australia to open up completely so we can go in there and do a, another tour. Amen. Would you be believing with us, Pauline? We're ready to go back. Good. Hopefully in the fall. I would, yeah. That's what I'm Pray, I'm ready. Yee says, praising God from Singapore. Thank you so very much for your boardroom chats. Every episode has certainly blessed me, and I watch them not only once, but many times. Praise Looking God. forward to the 200s. Woo, <laughs> Isn't that's that a great? And then uh, Badia says, hello from Melbourne, Australia. The, your theme for this year, Go Do the Work, has been such an anchor for me. Praise it's helped God. me to keep focus and Praise receive God. sound words and peace in the midst of Satan's attack. Boy, that's that, good. that really is describing what we're talking about today. That's right. About how the, God has given us a, a plan from, Who, from the foundation of name? the world. Badia from, uh, no, yeah, from, from Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. Man, well. I'm standing with you. I'm believing God with the two of us agree. Yeah. Wow. We'll get it done. Amen. So God has a great plan. Anyway, Poetis, I, th I think I'm pronouncing the name right, Poetis. These yeah. boardroom chats came as a lifeline provided by God when the COVID crisis 
it. Praise God. Y'all were there as an extension of God to comfort and keep us going. Knowing we'd get to enjoy you weekly was real encouragement. Isn't that a blessing? I hope of God. you're going to enjoy this one. I know you're kind of fired up. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. <laughs> you, well, you know what? Because I mean, <laughs> Jesus already done this. Oh, I know. Now, I, I want you to live good. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Go ahead. Get me and fired Alicia, up again. Yeah, you're doing it again. <laughs> hey, yeah, we you got to watch it. Man. We heard it. We it's lit. Need, need to hear it again. Alicia. Hey, come by, hear it. Not by heard. <laughs> again and again and again. <laughs> Alicia says, enjoy the cake because we had a big old cake here last week if you weren't watching that last week's. Uh, uh, chat, it says, uh, my birthday is March the 25th, and in faith, I'll be at the glorious conference. Come on, Jesus. The favor of God is on this ministry. I have faith, the facts. God is a blessing. Oh, so we she's have a watching. Conference coming up next week here, right here at the ministry headquarters, and it's going to be a blessing. Glorious. It's, it's the dates of March the 25th and the 26th, yeah. and we have lots of promos going out on the social media. Make sure you look at that, because if you can't be here in person, we hope you can watch can online. Can I look at some of these, man? I wanna, let me look at some of this here. Uh, oh, I that, like this. Kathy, I asked you to pray for my grandkids a while back. Their no, dad, they're not asking Kathy. Her name is Kathy. I know. That's I said, Kathy, I asked you to Kathy pray for my grandkid a while back. <laughs> Their dad wouldn't let them go to church with us when they this were at beautiful. our house every yeah. other weekend. Last Sunday, they got to go to church with us after three years. Praise the Lord and yeah. thank you for praying. Why wouldn't a dad let his kids go to church? Who? Joshua. Yeah. Happy 100th episode. I have watched all 100 Episode. Thank you, Josh. Wow. What a bless. This is from Marquita. This is the second time I'm hearing this today. First through R.W. Shambach. Well, I love Brother Shambach. He was a good, good friend of mine. And now from my covenant family. Praise God. I know in whom I have believed. He is faithful to do what he promised. Praise God. Marquita, won't somebody <laughs> run around this place, somebody. That's what Shambach's favorite word. Shambach's been in heaven for a while. She must be listening to a program or a yeah. program that was a similar subject Listen to what we to this. that week. This is from Leslie. God bless you both and all of JDM Ministries. I have been a partner since late 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, feel the love of the Lord to tell you, we are receiving partners into this ministry. If you'd like to be a partner, all you have to do is sow a seed. You can use PayPal. You can go to our website, jdm.org. 100% of what you're giving goes in the world evangelism. We've been debt-free since 1982. I want to say this, and, and I mean that sincerely, and I'm going to say it again. If you don't want, then don't. But still keep watching. Mm -hmm. and, but I want to tell you something. I asked the Lord for every dollar given to my ministry, give me a soul into the kingdom. I am as strong as strong as be about that, and I will not change my mind. I will get you blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in. I'll get you debt free. I'll get you healed because of what I said today. Because, see, you got to proclaim and explain. That's why I needed to talk about this great business meeting. There's so many more, and we're already out of time and everything, but uh, I, 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 there's so many of them, you know. Listen, to the, this is the thing I can't get over. Kathy had someone at the ministry, a to over 5,004,636 people have watched these boardroom chats. My God, that's a lot, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So until next telling. time, you keep the faith, and I believe you're going to be one of these people that sends in the testimony. So until next time, Jesse and Kathy saying, we see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye.